Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. Boom, 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 boom. Make sure you click subscribe and so you can stay up to date every because I because I release a new episode every couple of weeks. One day, that song, that little bomb, bomb, bomb song. I don't know what it's called. It reminds me of like um, I don't know if it's Home Alone. I don't think I don't know if they have it on Home Alone, but they have it on a Christmas Christmas movies. It reminds me of Christmas. That song. I love that song. One day, I want to record myself doing the background of the. Boom, 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 that thing. And then I'm like doing some little rap thing over the top. Maybe it might be a podcast intro like I just did, but I'm going to make it good. Anyway, hello. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 47, this one. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if you caught it in my little song, but make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date because I release a new episode every couple of weeks. You can find me over on Instagram at Luke underscore page. And guess what? Um, next week... On the 7th of September, guess what's reopening? You guessed it, the leading coach. It's back open. Um, I launch this thing every about every four months, and the next take, next intake is uh, is happening next week, folks. So, um, you know, this is for coaches, and it helps coaches make their first 100K online. So currently, if you are making between zero and $2,500 a month, yeah, regardless of if you've ever done a business program or not done a business program, if you're making between zero and two and a half K a month in your coaching business on average right now, then I want you to listen in really closely here. The leading coach is reopening. This thing helps some coaches basically stand out, yeah, get attention, learn how to be a leader in their industry, how to use social media to make more sales than they ever have before. Oh man, this thing's like every time I launch this thing, it gets bigger, it gets better, and I'm just pumped as usual. Every single time, I'm really pumped for to open up this again and um, meet a uh, a number of new coaches. Really excited! So this thing um, is going to be going live on the seventh of September. More details to come. Um, but right now, you can actually join the waiting list. If you want to be the first to get notified of any updates or when this thing goes live, then I would highly recommend that you jump on the waiting list. You'll be the first to be notified. Um, so the waiting list is in the show notes for this. So um, go check out the, the link now and you can put your name on there. So in today's episode, I catch up with Alexa Martin and we talk about staying grounded through the process of entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. God, are we starting right away? <laughs> well, I um, I don't do the, uh, I don't do it like other people. Other people kind of do like the intros and like yeah. e three, two, one, and yeah. I just we like do. have it recorded from the start, and then it's like if we, a lot of the time I actually start the podcast there, and it's like that's just my style. So Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's just and the thing is, if like if we're like talking about nothing for a while, I won't put that in. 
and I'll just like, yeah, get it cut. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that's just what I do. What's happening? (laughs) Not much. I'm like, you don't want your listeners to just talk about nothing. (laughs) The, the, The nothing talks awesome. Do you know, I yeah. did a, uh, I did a podcast with this guy. Um, oh, when was it? It was like a, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And it went for, I think it went for like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. It's actually the second podcast I've did with him. But um, do you watch, do you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast? I have listened to Joe Rogan's podcast. So yeah, I would have made him proud, <laughs> proud yeah. of that episode. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally, I can't, I can't do them that often. Like just, you see the three hours and I'm like, I don't, I don't have three hours right now. Oh yeah. It's big. Yeah. It's like a, for me to get through a three hour session with his, it's gotta be a special occasion. Yeah. Like it's gotta be a guest where, you know, really into him or, you know, I've watched a preview of it and I mainly just watch his previews on YouTube. It's probably the way to go. But, um, yeah, I've got to be like really into the guest to sit there for three hours. I actually watched um, my wife and I watched this one about this lady. She grew up in excuse me, North Korea. Um, okay. Have you seen that one or have no. you heard the snippets? No. Um, I mean, she just, yeah, she grew up in North Korea and she just like, described how like crazy the conditions were like growing up and like it, no idea that. That's like I never I never knew that was going on in North Korea. Like really, um, like um, start like starvation, really bad conditions, major control from the government type thing. Like just full on stuff, yeah. And like I'm not even going to go into it because it's quite horrific. Wow. But, um, yeah, I watched that one recently, which is cool. How's everything for you? You're uh, it's like um what is it morning here so it's got to be afternoon there or night time for the there yeah yeah 5 30 p.m 5 30 i did a podcast yesterday and it was the other way around so it was uh 4 30 p.m my time and it was morning for the other person so now i'm switching you know what i mean <laughs> we're coming full circle yeah so uh how's everything going with your business what's what's like um what's something this is something my dad used to ask me what's What's something that you've learned? He used to say, would you learn today? But I'm going to give you a little bit more allowance here, Alexa. What's something you've learned in the last week? Can be anything. Can be anything. Big questions. I'm going to go with today. Today even. Something that I've learned just in relation to entrepreneurship and the business is just like the practice of letting go and trusting that everything's happening exactly as it's supposed to be and not allowing yourself to get really in those like dips of disappointment when something is seemingly not going how you expected it to or wanted it to and just leaning into all that trust that everything's happening exactly as it's supposed to be. Mm, I definitely can relate to that and I agree with it. It's like, um, you know, we either get something right and it's kind of like, well, sweet, we got a success. Yeah. But then when it's something's not going right or something fails or we make a mistake, it's obviously for our own good. Um, sometimes, sometimes seeing that <clears throat> and realizing it, because I guess you and I, Alexa, we know that. We know that when we make mistakes and when we fail, when things don't go wrong, it's actually for our own good. 
easier said than done though. How do you reckon, like say for someone, you know, that we've, you know, we've, you've just said that advice to someone, right? Business owner. And it's like, you've just got to kind of, what was that word you used? Surrender. Surrender. You just got to surrender to it all. And like, you just know that whatever path you're going down, whether you feel it's actually right, whether things are working or not, it's actually the right path because it'll end up leading you onto the right path. How, what advice would you give to someone where they're like, all right, cool. I've heard that intellectually. I get it, but it's still hard. Yeah. Alex, like still hard. Like I want stuff to work. (laughs) I want the success, but things aren't working. I'm trying things, trying really hard. What advice would you give to someone that, um, yeah, is struggling to surrender to that? Look back at a time in your life when things didn't go as planned, when things didn't go as you expected them to. And at first you were disappointed, but then it actually turned out better. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> like we've, all, we've all had those moments. Like we've all been disappointed in the moment and then things turned out so much better because of it. And if you yeah. can keep that in mind, Think about how your disappointment right now may be turning into something that's going to be so much better. Mm. It, uh, it always works out, doesn't it? Always. It really does. Always. It really, really does. Is there like something, because again, it's kind of like, look, because when you say to someone, look, you, for example, you say that little part there, you say, well, think about a time in your life where you're worried about something know and nine times out of ten it's all worked out right and it's all worked out for the better and it's led you to where you're at right now that type of thing is there like a specific because some people still freak out though about that even though it's like yeah i get it i've got the evidence there but they still get really caught up in the moment of it all is there like i don't know is there there some like tips you can help people kind of just relax a little bit around that Well, even when it didn't work better, like you mentioned, like nine times out of 10, you know, it worked out for the best. But even in those moments when let's say like it didn't work out for the best, like think about what you learned through that. And you may not have ever had the opportunity to learn that otherwise. So you can take that and think about your current situation. Like, what am I learning right now? What would I may not be learning otherwise? So just take, I have a friend who has an injury, for example, and health issues And through that, like she's learning how to release control. She's learning patience. She may have never learned those skills otherwise. And then you can take it a step further and be like, now I've learned this. Now I'm going to be able to help other people do the same. Mm. So how much do you think patience is important? Like like to have as if we're talking about people, what's like your main audience, Alexa? My main audience is you know, people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, some, but I'll go 20s and 30s mainly, um, who are overwhelmed and anxious, stressed out, living for the weekends, just not living a life that they truly love. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much, you've pretty much summed up most people with that one. (laughs) Yeah, so that's (laughs) that's the entire world. Yeah, it is. It is in in uh, what are we at? August 2021. It's pretty much the whole world. <laughs> um, how how important do you think patience is for a for a business owner to have? Oh, it's so important, 
so important because when you bring an energy of force and control, that's exactly what you get back. And it doesn't feel good when you bring in an energy of patience and ease, ease, ease (laughs) and grace. Mm. that's exactly what you get back. You start to attract just good things into your life. Like when you feel good, things work out for you. It's not about doing more and more and more. It's about feeling good and bringing this energy of just wholeheartedly knowing that everything's going to work out. And that's exactly what happens. What do you think like some people are patient and others aren't? I mean, um, growing up, um, I probably would have been, I mean, I'm 35 now and I would say, maybe up until 30 like early 30s i was like really impatient but i actually i almost was proud of it in a way so i would um you know i remember i always used to speak to people and i'll be like they'd be like oh luke you're impatient and i'm like yeah hell yeah i'm I'm impatient i don't want to be patient (laughs) so we might move forward quickly and stuff yeah um but yeah there's there's the pros of that is that I took action really quickly on things. The uh, cons of it was that I wouldn't stick to things if I hit roadblocks. Yeah. So if I, once I hit challenges, I'll be like, oh, well, this, this is the wrong path and I'd move over to the next thing. So I tend, I, I kind of growing up through my twenties, I tend to jump from like, I would have a business that I would kind of launch and I'd jump to the next thing, jump to the next thing, that type of thing. What do you think it is that some people are pa- like more patient than others? Like, what is it? Where's it come from? I mean, I think it's different person to person. You have to really look at like, where is that lack of patience coming from? For some people, it may be fear, like fear of what if this doesn't work out? What if this happens? You know, you start to go down the, the path of what ifs. So it could be coming from fear. It could be coming from a need for control. You're not able to release control. It could be coming from... I'm trying to think of other places that, you know, a lack of patience could be coming from. I mean, it could be coming from expectations and entitlement and thinking that, you know, we're entitled to things working out in a certain way when in the, re- the reality is like, we're not entitled to anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think back to like why I didn't have a whole lot of patience. And yeah. I, I reckon it came from with me probably getting stuff too easy in life i mean i was kind of like like i was the youngest kid i was on um, this four kids in our family and i i would have definitely got given the most like physical things yeah um in the family and i think that my expectations growing up was almost like i don't have to work that hard to get things that i wanted so I'm just trying to think, okay, what makes someone patient and someone and others people patient, I guess. You know, from that point of view, so if, if someone was the opposite to me and they didn't get things so easy, that would help them grow their business. Well, I've learned, I mean, I've, from a patient's point of view, things have really changed for me. And I, you, know, I, you, ha- you need to have patience, yeah, massively. Um, basically with like today, like we just wanted to kind of chat around about like this grounded thing with business, yeah, how to stay grounded. So um, I think it's, it is, it's such an important thing. What, like what, um, how have you found the importance of being grounded? Like what, what's made you go on oh, and realize that shit, you know, being grounded is such an important thing to have, not only in business, but in life. 
Well, we can only show up as our most powerful selves and serve others when we're coming from that grounded, authentic, calm state, right? A lot of times people want to do more and more and burn themselves out and get stressed out because they're doing it because of people pleasing and feeling like they should and guilt and thinking that's what's serving other people. But the reality is when we feel good, we radiate like this joy that we could have never radiated otherwise. And if you really want to show up powerfully in your business and impact other people and serve other people, you have to be doing it from a place of groundedness. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of like the, the coaches that I deal with, there's the, um, like a major inconsistency and, and emotions of roll it like the roller coaster emotions. Yes. <laughs> it's very like reactive to things. Yes, um, exactly. Well, um, like what are some specific things? How do we actually stay grounded? If you've got someone listening to this and they freak out of the time. Yeah. It's like one day they're up and up here. And then the next day they're down here. Next day they're up here when things go right and they're down again and they're showing up in their business one week and they're gone the next. How's this stop? What do we got to do, Alexa? Like, let's, come on. Let's start with some morning journaling. I think that's a great place for everyone to start. So many people just go about their days, how they happen to wake up in the morning and don't recognize that being grounded and being happy and being calm is a choice. It's not something that you happen to stumble upon and just happen to feel. It's an active, intentional choice. And so when you start your day from that place of groundedness, you're going to carry that energy with you throughout the day. So some practical steps, do not check your phone. The first thing that you wake up in the morning, don't yeah. check your phone, don't check your email, like wake up and decide how you want to feel that day. So you can start with morning journaling and answering the questions like, what are three things I'm grateful for? What is one thing I'm proud of? How do I want to feel today? And that may be grounded, that may be calm, whatever it may be. How do I want to feel today? And what are three things I'm going to do to feel that way? So now you're bringing a level of action and accountability to yourself in order to create that reality instead of just waking up and hoping that you happen to feel calm. Yeah. Let's talk about this phone thing because it's such a big issue. Um, so, you know, most people will wake up and they jump on their phone. Um, my wife does it most times. Um, I'll pro I'll do it on a Saturday. A lot of the time during the week, I won't do it because I've got like a morning ritual to do. Um, why the hell are we doing this? Why are we jumping on our phone and like this wasting our life through this phone? And especially the first thing in the morning, we wake up. It's like, I, don't, I won't even say hello to our, my family. I'll just jump on the phone. Which like, is what's, just why are we, why are we like just drawn into this thing? I mean, there's actual addictions to phones. Like they, yeah. they are made in a way to draw us in. Like social media is created so that we're addicted to it, right? It's not just like this thing that you're like confused why this is happening. Like, no, this is happening for a reason. There are people in the world working on making sure you get on your phone first thing in the morning. Yeah. So there are actual addictions to it. Right. So we're addicted to our phones and it's almost like, you know, the social media companies are, want us. The first thing we do when we wake up, they want us on the phone. 
So yeah. that's what we're doing. We're waking up and we're jumping on our phone. Why is it that some people jump on their phone, but others don't, Alexa? And for example, you say, and I'm not talking about people that are like, you know, living out in the, you know, in, in the forest and they've got no phones or anything. Not those people. They wouldn't even be listening to this podcast, so I can say that. What are they called? Nomads? No, not nomads. nomads. They're, they're the ones that travel. Nomads. They call them nomad? Nomads travel, yeah. Yeah. But do, do nomads, does it, defining a nomad, I actually want to, and if you know the answer to this, like I thought a nomad was just someone that doesn't have a home exactly and just kind of travels around. That's what I thought a nomad was too. Nomad. How do you spell nomad? N-O-M-A-D? Yeah. Nomad. Maybe we'll get different, different results, you know, Boston internet versus yeah. the Boston search. Hell yeah. Uh, a nomad is a member of a community without fixed habitation which regularly moves to and from the same areas such groups include hunter-gatherers alright well you know I'm just talking about the person that lives in the forest and does not have a phone all that type of thing this lives off the grid is that what you, I think that's say? yeah I can't remember the, the original question, yeah? Um, I think you were asking why some people choose not to look at their phones first thing in the morning. Ah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, for example, like you're not talking about the, the, the off-the-grid nomads, right? I'm talking about like people where they actually, you know, they live a normal life. But they've still got a phone. They still use the internet, everything like that. They've got a social media account. Why is it that some people like, bang are on their phones and then others like don't really feel the need as much what's going on there is it a, is it against the podcast rules for me to ask you a question oh, it's, you're breaking <laughs> the rules alexa you now you're breaking the rules i thought you were I gonna know. say is against the podcast rules to swear whoa <laughs> i was gonna get and i'm like excuse me i'm gonna end this call if you're gonna swear but you're asking me the question like that's next level no Hit me up with a question. <laughs> well, why don't you go on your phone first thing in the morning, most days of the week? Oh, that's a great question. Why don't I go on my phone? Um, I don't go on my phone because I'm basically on my phone a lot throughout the day using my business. Um, and... For me, I want to get my day off to the best start and being on a phone for me is not, yeah, it does not mean getting my day off to the best start. Usually when I start my day, it's uh, some form of movement and connection with myself. So um, that's why, that's why. I guess, I mean, also is I have an awareness of, this phone stuff and it's fake. Like I, even though I use it, I use it for my business. I'm not, um, I, uh, I'm not unaware of what, like you, for example, I'm, I'm, you said there, you know, these guys are basically, you know, Instagram, Facebook, they're all designed to make us addicted. I'm aware of that. I know exactly what they do. Um, I get pulled in sometime. I'm aware of when I get pulled in. I'm aware of when I start using my phone, for scrolling yeah not to my business for scrolling i'm aware when all this shit happens um and ultimately it doesn't make me feel good yeah and because i you know you mentioned before 
which I totally agree. I wrote that down. Happiness is, is an intentional action. I think you use those words. Mm-hmm. I live by that. Like I have an intention to feel good and I do things intentionally to feel mm-hmm. good. Like a lot of people say, oh, look, you're a positive person. You're happy and shit. Well, I get pissed off and angry and upset and scared and frustrated like everyone else. But at the end of the day, I probably spend more time intentionally being positive and happy and working on it every single day. Yeah. Everyone can do it. So that would, um, that would be my answer, Alexa, to that one. Yeah. So how about you? (laughs) Well, before I get into me, so (laughs) essentially there's two types of people in this world. There may be more, but we're going to, we're going to hit two for now. Mm -hmm. There are people like you who are very self-aware and who are living with intention. And there are people who are on autopilot and are living in reaction. Right. The autopilot reactionary people are the ones who are checking their phones first thing in the morning. The self-aware ones who are living with intention are not. So the first step is really developing that self-awareness and choosing to live with intention, making your life a choice, not just this like autopilot rocket ship zooming ahead. I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing. Well, that's put really simply intentional. And the other one was reactionary reactionary you heard it here folks (laughs) dropping the bombs dropping the bombs on what is it it's a when is it wednesday it's different days for us oh it's tuesday for you yeah 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 yeah. well there you go that's even crazier that's even crazier yeah. yeah, we we can't even go there that it's different days in the world right now. It's too much to grasp. Do you know, I, I probably, I didn't fully understand that thing. I, I, reckon, I reckon it's probably like five years ago that I didn't understand how it can be, you know, daytime one place, nighttime another, like different days and things like that. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get why um, the times were different, things like that. And then when I actually, I'm like, Luke, you know what? You probably should have paid a little bit more attention in school. Um, But you know what I've really got now? I've got an awareness of it because I've been kind of into the moon. I got this moon book um, and I've, it's made me kind of look at things and I, and so to do with surfing as well, it's kind of made me like look at the world and tides shifting, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then that's made me understand exactly what happens with the seasons, with the earth and exactly how it rotates and orbits and everything like that. So now I know, I know, I know it's all right. I get it why it's Tuesday for you (laughs) and it's Wednesday for me. I get it. (laughs) I heard someone said this once, we're not going to go down this path, but you know, I'll just mention this, this one little quote that I heard that really rocked my world. She was like, the moon controls the tides of the ocean. Like the moon has the power to control the tides of the ocean, right? Yep. The earth is made up of 70% water. And she's like, our bodies are made up of 70% water. Like, who are we to think that the moon is not controlling us too? And I was just Mm. like, whoa. I was like, I'm here for that. I don't know that much about it, but yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, I mean, like that's. Um, uh, I'm not going to go. I want to do a podcast on this moon thing, but um, that's a hundred percent true. Um, something happened because I kind of heard about the moon and things like that, 
at the end of the day, you're right. The moon actually does shift the water, right? So, Kate's having a physical effect on the world. And then exactly what you said, you know, body's roughly 70% water. So I don't know. It's probably to me, to my little logical scientific brain, I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Maybe this is not crazy. You know, the moon, you know, the, the moon girl. Yeah. She's got like moon necklace and all that. She's so crazy. Maybe she's not so crazy. So, um, yeah, I bought a moon book and uh, I've got into it. And now I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the moon train. So <laughs> now you're going to be a moon guy. We got to get you a, a moon, moon guy. Like, I promise I'm not going to walk around. You can, I can, how's this? You can actually be into the moon without wearing a moon necklace or getting a moon tattoo on your, on your chest. That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> it is. It is. So how, um, you spoke about awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Intentional people, reactionary people. Um, and it's more to do with just having a self-awareness. So how do we get, aware if we're like people listen to this and they're like oh maybe i'm a little bit reactionary at times how do we come more self-aware before i even get into that i wanted to just call something out that if anyone listening to this is like oh no i'm that autopilot reactionary person don't feel bad about yourself because i this is one issue that I, I take in the self-development mindset world that like, you know, people are like preaching, you know, work out and eat all the right things and don't look at your phone in the morning and do this mm-hmm. and do that. And there brings like this element of shame that you're like, if you're not doing that, you're like, wait, is there something like wrong with me? So no, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with you. You are a human being doing the very best you can. And now you have this opportunity to, you know, make your best a little bit better. One way to just increase your level of consciousness and just self-awareness throughout the day is to just set a phone on your alarm. That's going to go off. Let's just say once every three, four hours that just reminds you to check in with yourself. And when that phone, when that alarm goes off, like, it's like almost like you're like waking up, like the lights are turning on again. And you just ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? What was I thinking about right now? Like maybe you were in a meeting, but in your head, you're thinking about like the next grocery shopping trip you're going to go on. Who knows? So ask yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? What was I thinking about right now? What do I need to bring myself back to the present moment? And having those alarms go off is really going to help you just develop that skill of becoming conscious and becoming grounded in the present moment instead of just living in your head and living on autopilot. Cool. So that's the main thing you'd suggest. Just basically reminding yourself, you can put an alarm on your phone and then um, just reminding yourself to, Hey, stop being like, just have some awareness, bring back to the present moment as opposed to like, you're just thinking million miles an hour and you don't know what you're doing and you're all over the shop and everything like that. Exactly. exactly. It's as simple as that. Just set the alarm. We're, we're morning journaling. We're setting alarms on our phone. We can keep, we'll keep the list going throughout this show of things that we're doing all to develop self-awareness and bring that intention to our days. Yeah, sick. The old alarm. I've got uh, my alarm. Do you use an alarm to wake up in the morning? Uh, some days. Do you know what? I? This is what they haven't got right. This pisses me off. So, you know, have you got an, are you an Apple or an Android user? Apple gonna say if you're an android user then i know who you are the type of person any android listeners out there 
just bad, you know. Yeah. How do you, how do you cross over? <laughs> click end. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've just done it again. Do you know I've got this habit of like um, I'll go to say something or when someone asks me a question, I'll, I'll talk about it, but I'll go down like a, a little mini rabbit hole. And like, you know, when you go to talk, like you tell a story about to get to a point. So I'll tell the story and I'll get so deep in the story and then I'll forget the point of it. So it's like, it's back. Yeah. If I've got someone who is maybe like, if someone who's like really great listener and has a good memory, they will be able to bring me back. But then if there's someone like myself where we kind of like, that's why that, you know, that two hour episode of the podcast, that guy where there's, we're similar yeah so like we both go rabbit holes off rabbit holes off each other and then we're like what are we talking about i'm like i don't know and then we're both stuck and <laughs> we're like we're just sitting there for a bit oh i had something good oh what was it i lost it too it'll come back to us it'll if it's come back to. it'll come back okay so i got like um uh ah oh, that's it that's what i had yes <laughs> here we go so the alarm um yeah this is one thing that I think, I mean, I can't speak for uh, Samsung users all right because I don't have one and they probably do do it well. But Apple, what shit me about Apple is they haven't pulled off the alarm. They haven't pulled off the alarm. And what I mean by this is an alarm I feel should make you just feel great waking up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that Apple alarm definitely does not make you feel good. Who made awful. these alarms? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, who made up these alarms? Who's like, you know, in the Apple, the Apple, Appleville, Apple World, and they're like, you yeah, know, your job, the department, the alarm department. Yeah, you got to make the alarms. These alarms kill you. Like, I mean, it's like, the, you know, they're the same alarms that we've been hearing for the last 20 years since or whenever the Apple came out, which actually, gee, what probably was, t- when did the Apple one come out? Like it would have been early 2000s or something. No. All right. A phone? Know. Yeah. An iPhone? No, not early 2000s. That didn't come out until like 2000 and, oh, 2009. Is it iPhone 1? When did the first iPhone come out? I might be thinking of podcast. I mean, not podcast. The, they had the iPod. The iPod, like, yeah. The iPod for sure, but not a phone. Oh, you ready? 29th of June, 2007. Ooh. 2007. So that's like, what's that? That's like 15 years ago. Yeah. 15 years. Nuts. Yeah, so anyway, the alarms, like someone, they, they need to like, I go to Apple, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. For one, you need to have an online store of alarms. This is my idea, yeah? I would 1,000% because I don't, my alarm, I use vibration. I don't use any tones because I just use a vibration and I'll wake up, no props. Um, so they need to have an online store with, for one, you can purchase alarm packages. Oh my gosh. I know that would sell. Yeah. I would, I'd buy it. I wouldn't even use it, but I'd buy it. Right. Cause everyone I speak to has this same problem about the alarms. They're like, you know what? You, you're right. The alarms suck. So they need to have a way bigger 
span of alarms. They also need to have slow, soothing, you know, fade into the alarm build up. Yeah. So it's like, you know, birds tweet, like singing and whales screeching. And like that sort of thing. And then it like slowly wakes you up, like, welcome to Wednesday, Alexa. <laughs> As opposed to this, no, 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 no. Don't wake up. Wake them up. <laughs> Maybe if we had that, we wouldn't need morning journaling because everyone would just wake up so happy. <laughs> Maybe that's the solution to everything that we've got up here. You don't even need an intention to be happy when you've got these new alarms. <laughs> if you have a new alarm, it'll change your life. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, what what else? Like, what do you actually do? What let's just, like go through some habits with yourself. Yeah. If we're talking about intentional happiness you've spoken about your journaling but like what else do you actually do if you live your day-to-day life and your intentions to be happy um like what's like the habits that you have and behaviors that you have throughout your day maybe throughout your week as well because i'm sure there's some things you don't do every day i i will say them lightly but anyone listening don't try to do what I do and think yeah. that it's going to make you happy because what's going to make anyone happy is very unique to them. So before I even tell you about what I do, I love to have people ask themselves, like, why am I doing everything I'm doing? Like actually write down why, like, why am I doing this? Like I wake up in the morning. Why? I start work. Why? I eat lunch. Why? I go on a walk. Why? Like actually look at like, what is your why behind everything you're doing? That is great information to have. Because if you're like, I wake up in the morning because I have to, I start work because I have to, that's a terrible way to be living. We need to change those whys. We need to start doing things that like we want to be doing that feels expansive, that feels exciting. So when you're thinking about introducing new habits and routines into your life, it's, it's so easy for me to just say like, you know, morning journal and work out and move your body and then go on a walk in the middle of the day and eat a certain way. Like that's really easy for me to say, but that might not be what is really expansive for you. And you may hear that and be like, oh, that's what I should do. But the reality is like should doesn't exist. There's no, we're just taking should out of the vocabulary. Like do what you want to do, do what feels expansive for you. So I wanted to preface what I do with that because I think it's really important and I don't want anyone to, you know, copy what I'm doing. This is also why I'm like anti-influencers because influencers are like, oh, look at my, like this meal. And if you have that meal, it'll make you happy. It won't, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) little little secret. It's not going to make you happy. So if I have a happy meal at McDonald's, that's not the secret to happiness. No, no. Oh, I've been stuffing up all these years. I've been just eating Happy Meals every day. I'm like, this is my secret. <laughs> you're like, it's not working. <laughs> but my mornings, so every morning I do journal, I do move my body, I meditate, and I do some form of visualization. So in my morning journaling, I do what's called affirmative journaling. So I write out how I, you know, envision my day going and you write in the present tense. So, you know, my day is amazing. When I start work, like I feel incredible. I show up so powerfully for my clients and the people I'm interacting with. I connect deeply in all my conversations. 
I take breaks when I need to. I feel very energized throughout the day. Just write out like how you want your day to go, how you want it to feel and write it in the present tense and really allow yourself to feel into that energetic space. Like don't just write it to check the box, like close your eyes and picture how it's going to feel for you to live your ideal day. This could change your life. So that's what I do in the mornings. And then I work. <laughs> Except I hate, I feel like work is such a negative connotation. Like sometimes I'll be like talking to my friends, I'll be like, oh yeah, like I just worked all day Saturday. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, no, like I love it. I was so happy to be. <laughs> oh, that so, sucks. Yeah. You're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, I change the world all day is what we'll change it to. I'm not working. I'm changing the world. <laughs> and I go on walks throughout the day when I feel like when I start to feel unproductive and just am feeling like I need to move my body, I go on nice little walks. And in the evenings, I typically spend a good amount of time like cooking dinner and just spending time with um, my partner or friends. And then I read and go to sleep simple it's like you know nothing yeah. like crazy like oh whoa whoa well, i haven't heard that before no no very yeah. simple very simple time blocking has definitely been huge for me if you're not a time blocker 10 out of 10 recommend so this will be your next tool so we have journaling we have our alarms now we're time blocking this is like a, a goodie bag. Take what you want <laughs> from this episode. But, you know, instead of just like saying, oh, I want to work out more. Oh, I want to spend more time with my family. Like actually time block it in. Like not, I want to spend more time with my family. Make it like on Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. I'm going to eat dinner with my family. And just like set up your schedule in a way that you're blocking in time for the things that you want to be doing. And what feels most expansive for you. So again, it's bringing intention. So it's like you're like you're scheduling an appointment with your work and when you're meeting people and like, you just do the same for your, your life. Exactly. Yeah. You mentioned before um, that, you know, disclaimer type thing, like, you know, what I'm going to share here doesn't mean it's going to, you know, you, you do what I do type thing. Um, find what works for you. How did you actually find what works for you though? Because if you got people listening to this and maybe they do a little bit of it, maybe they don't do any, maybe they're doing a lot of it, but it's not feeling right. They're like, okay, cool. Well, Alexa's saying, well, don't do exactly what I do necessarily. Don't, if this is not the pathway, yeah, you have to do this type of thing. But you obviously found your thing that works for you. How, how, you've, how have you got to the point we are at right now where you've found that so we can give our audience a little bit of like direction on how they can work it out for themselves as well definitely trial and error i i tried many different practices and my morning routine has shifted and continues to shift as you know i get introduced to new ideas and new things to do you know i just try out and see what feels good to me and what doesn't. So through trial and error. So you can use me as a source of inspiration. You can use influencers as a source of inspiration, but you know, you don't, don't force yourself to think that like your life has to look like that. And if it does, like that's the secret sauce to success. Mm. Yeah. I think if we 
really just like kind of cut it back. It's the intention thing, isn't it? Yeah. Ultimately, right? It doesn't really matter these specific exercises. It's just the intention. And if it means that for you, if you're a person where you're like, you know what? My morning routine is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I do that. And, you know, I've been doing this for five years every single morning. I do it. Cool. If that works for you, for me personally, I get bored. I need variety. So in generally, if it's like, okay, well, I might go through phases of journaling. I might go through phases of meditation. I might go through phases of yoga. But it's like I will move from certain things because I get bored of it. Um, but then that for what for someone else, they'll be like, oh, Luke, I don't like I don't like how it's kind of sporadic in a way. Yeah. I like to have a plan. So I think um finding what works for you is the main thing but then it's the intention thing ultimately if we send it back it's like if you're confused you're like oh well luke you're saying this and luke you do that and lex you do that and then there's that influencer that says you know you got to get up and you got to have an acai bowl <laughs> yeah and then, you know what i mean the acai <laughs> bowl is really important. yeah you have to have a one of those smoothies and it's got to have the metal straw in it in the jar Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love those things. My um, my wife like has this. Uh, um, she's oh, who does she watch? Her name's like I don't. Know, it's it's like a. It's called Sarah's Day. I don't know if you. She's big in Australia, but um, I've actually learned to like her because my wife watches her shows, and then like because I'm with her, I've been like watching this thing. But she has like the you know the, the straws in the jar thing, <laughs> and like you've got you can't drink a smoothie without a jar these days and a metal straw. Sometimes Courtney will have a smoothie in the morning. I'm like, baby, where's your metal straw? <laughs> You're not doing it right. Not doing it right. <laughs> Funny stuff. Well, Alexa, is there anything like if, that we haven't discussed that you want to like leave this episode on? Um, any particular message that you want to put out to the, the listeners right now that you feel you haven't expressed? Hmm. That's a, that's a tough question. I'm like, I feel like there's so much, but that's a really mm. tough question. You're like, I Luke, I was expecting this to be a two hour podcast. I know. I know. I like, I'm yeah, I'm totally rattled right now. <laughs> like, what do I want to say? There's so many <laughs> things. No, I mean, I feel like we could definitely talk um, a little bit more on just worthiness in general. I think worthiness is really important in entrepreneurship and being a business owner and, you know, not attaching your worthiness to things outside of your control, not attaching it to, you know, amount of money that you make or the amount of clients that you have or whatever it may be, but really learning how to develop that unconditional worthiness from within and not taking things personally when things, you know, people do things that, you know, may, may feel personal, like recognizing, like, you know, someone saying no to you has nothing to do with your worthiness. Like I'm a whole worthy being already. I think is super important. Mm, And you, I feel that you live by that. I mean, by the way that we connected, um, I was actually impressed of you and I can't remember exactly how it went down. I just remember you reaching out and just like saying, you know, how about we do this type thing. And I was actually really impressed because that's pretty rare for, for someone to do that. And 
I just felt, I think exactly what you said there. It's almost like you just like, look to who this is me. You know, I've got a big vision and I'm just going to go out there, connect with people. And you just don't care about, you know, it's like you get yeses, you get no's and you just do it. As in a lot of people are kind of like, you know, what, I'm going to hold back until I 100% know that this is going to work and know that I'm going to get a yes, know that this person likes me type thing. That's a huge thing. How do you do that? Is it a, so it's, it's ultimately a worthiness thing. There's, I mean, there's a lot of ways. Um, knowing yourself and like knowing what matters to you just breeds confidence in the decisions you make. Like when you know your core values and you know where you're headed in life and you like believe so strongly in your vision and who you want to be, like you don't care about the people who say no. It's like, cool. Like your loss, hop on my train or like continue with your life. But like, I know where I'm headed and I feel so, I almost just cursed, but like so confident <laughs> in that, that, yeah. um, you know, people saying no and people not hopping on board. It's not, it's not a personal blow to me. Right. Like it has nothing to do with me. It's everything to do with them. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Alexa, thank you so much for your time. Um, do you have any like launches coming up? I do. I don't know when this episode will come out. I, so I run a group coaching program for women, which is super exciting. Um, and the next launch is on September 7th. Get out of town. That's my yeah. next, well, apart from this weekend, that's my next launch. No way. You know, F you, this world's not big enough for you to launch on the same day. <laughs> I know. When people Crazy. say that, I'm like billions of people in this world. Yeah. <laughs> coach too. It's like, oh, they would launch on the same day. Oh, business is over. <laughs> that's that's, that's so cool. cool yeah yeah December. so this is a group coaching um uh program for women and what's it help yeah. women do yeah so i help overwhelmed and anxious women to stop living for the weekends awesome okay and where can anyone that's listening to this and like oh my god alexa sounds cool yeah like i want to yeah. check her out like where can cool. they find her you are cool <laughs> And just confirming everybody, she actually is cool. It's not a lie. You're cool too. And whoever's <laughs> listening to this is also cool. Um, I'm on Instagram at Alexa K Mart. And if you're listening to this, you can just go ahead and slide right into my DMs and tell me your biggest takeaway from this episode. I would love to know. I typically don't fight people who slide into my DMs. <laughs> Only on occasion, but yeah, I mean, I love to know what resonates most for people. I think it's super interesting and, you know, it makes it more personal. So I'd love to connect with you. So yeah, at Alexa Kmart on Instagram, slide into my DMs. You might get bitten. And my website is alexakmartin.com. Thank you, Alexa. Yeah, thank you. Um, so fun. Alexa K, what's your, so Alexa K... Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. M-A-R-T-I-N, yep. That's the website. Com. So alexakmartin.com. And Alexa K. Mart on Instagram. You got that one. Yeah. Do you have Kmart over in, um, <laughs> over in the States? 
We do. You do have Kmart, yeah, because when I saw your name, I'm like, ah, oh, it's Kmart. And I'm, like, I'm wondering if they actually have Kmart over there, though. I'm thinking, like, I know you guys have Walmart, but I'm like, maybe they don't have Kmart. So I'm like, that was the one, the, the, the only thing that I wanted to actually speak to you about <laughs> today, Alexa. I just wanted to make sure that, yeah, you're aware that there's some department store and you got the same name. So your actual last name is Martin, is it? Correct. But... There is quite a monopoly of the Alexa Martins on Instagram who don't want to give me their Instagram handles. So I'm waiting them? for my sponsorship from Kmart. I have. Good stuff. <laughs> well, I actually, to get my handle, I asked Luke Page. Um, and he gave it to you. And he gave it to me. Well, actually, sorry. Pardon me. This is, this is um, I actually had, I, what I, because I had like Luke Page underscore, underscore, underscore when I first made my Instagram and I didn't. I had no idea about Instagram when I first opened an account. Um, and then when I'm kind of like, oh, look, that's a little bit confusing. And then when you're speaking on podcasts, you know, underscore, 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 it's a little bit annoying, blah, blah, blah. So then I'm like, oh, I want to change my handle. And I'm like, what would I like? I'm like, oh, Luke.page. So I like, I, and I looked at Luke pages and looked up these three people where I liked it. And then I reached out to all of them, didn't hear back. And then I reached out to Luke.page's friend. Yeah, I looked up his friends and I'm like, hey, man, looking for this dude. And this guy hadn't posted in like six months yet. I'm like, this guy ain't active. He doesn't deserve the Luke.page. Come on, man. Reached out like Desperado, reached out to his mate, said, hey, man, this is like, you know, can you get in touch with Luke? Anyway, he ended up messaging me and I said, man, this is random as hell, yeah. Can I have your username? I'll pay you money. And he's yeah. like, um, he goes, uh, and he made a joke of it. He said like a thousand bucks. Um, and then I said, oh, look, I was probably thinking more like 50 or 100 bucks or something like that. And he goes, I'm only joking, man. You can have it. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then I still remember exactly where I was. I was at the South Melbourne markets and I was on my phone. And I don't know why, but like maybe I just typed in, I tried typing in Luke underscore page and it was available. So, wow. he, yeah, after, after all that. He was like, here, man, yeah, all, all good. I'll give it to you. And that was a Luke Dot page. And then literally once I was um, messaging him, I was walking through the South Melbourne markets. I'm like, you know what? I got off the message of him. I just thought I'd try Luke underscore page because like the process to do it, like he would have had to, you know, change his thing. I would have had to wait two weeks and stuff like that. That's what you have to do. And I'm like, I'm just going to try in the meantime, Luke underscore page. And it worked. And I'm like, I actually don't mind Luke underscore page. So People out there, if you want a new handle, it's possible. You've just got to yeah. believe. Just believe. <laughs> exactly. You've got to believe. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the, the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page. <laughs>